Sisterhood Podcast. We are your hosts, Maddie and Kate, and we are here to chat about all things motherhood, faith-infused entrepreneurship, and lots of real life. We want you to leave feeling loved, encouraged, and a whole bunch of excitement for where the Lord has you right in this moment. We are so glad you are here. So grab your coffee, matcha, tea, whatever makes you happy, and let's hang out and indulge in some joyful conversations. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. We're so excited that you're here. We're pumped. We can't (laughs) wait to have this conversation today. We're super excited. Yes, we are going to talk a little bit about work-life balance today, something that a lot of us struggle with. And Maddie and I have definitely had our moments of struggle. And even since having a baby, have definitely still... It's it's one of those ongoing in progress things, but we just want to invite you into a conversation where we talk about, um, times when we didn't have a good work-life balance, how we change some things up and set boundaries for ourselves, And then we want to leave you with some tips on how to create that dream life of just having good work-life balance. So we're going to go ahead and get started. We're going to dive right in because we have a lot to talk about. Yes, we do. And we're really excited about this topic. Um, because this is something like Caitlin said that we are always refining and learning and trying to figure out this whole entrepreneur mom life, having a normal life, but also being a business owner. So we're going to dive in and let's start with talking about seasons of our business, um, where our work-life balance was at a really unhealthy place. Um, and where, you know, we knew something needed to change. So I'll go first. Um, I'm not going to lie. There's been a few instances where I've been like, okay, this is not sustainable. Um, this was, you know, I was able to do this for a short period of time, but oh, like this can't keep happening for years on end. But there was one specific year in my business where um, I overbooked myself a lot for the whole year. And then the pandemic happened and then I had weddings get moved from that year to the next year. Well, I ended up having like 47 weddings that year. Ooh. And <laughs> yeah. And on top of that, I don't just shoot weddings. So I had sessions that were booked, moved around and just so much. But shooting is the easy part of our job. Yeah. And so going from having all those days on my calendar that I had to be somewhere for 10 hours shooting a wedding or whatever, all those 47 days, all those days I had to come home. And that week I had to edit, I had emails. I mean, I had to run a business. So, you know, as a business owner, you're pretty much doing everything. Yeah. And I was just working all day long, all night. I was staying up till like 3, 4 a.m., getting like four hours of sleep a night. And <laughs> my husband was just like, you don't need to work today. Like there were so many times he was like, you need to stop working and come to bed. But in my head, I had programmed myself so much where I was like, I have to work. I have to work. And because I had told myself if I don't work, then I'm going to get so behind, which I guess is true. But at the same time, I'm not a slave to my job. Right. Right. But I didn't truly believe that because I still was getting like no sleep. I was barely eating. Like there would be days like finish working at like six, seven o'clock at night. And I was like, I've had a granola bar all day and I have Mm -hmm. not drank any water. 
Yep. And I wonder why I didn't feel good, but that's <laughs> it. And there were those moments where I got severely burnt out and not just a burnout where you're like, oh, I just don't want to do this anymore. Like it was, no, it was so bad. I was sick. I was like making myself sick. I was exhausted. I mean, it was just, I knew I had, I, like, I couldn't continue like this. And also like Sean bringing it to my attention, like <laughs> this is not healthy, yeah. you know? And so that was probably, I mean, it's happened to quite a few times in my life or since I've started my business. But that year specifically, I learned something has to change because this is not sustainable, like I said. And um, I'm going to be running a business for two years and then quit because yeah. I can't keep living like this. So that was probably in Sparknotes version of a time where I was like, you know, something's got to give and we need to have some healthy boundaries put into place. Yeah, for sure. I have a very similar season. Mine was actually pre-pandemic, I believe. Mm -hmm. All of my years run together at this point. Yeah, (laughs) so I can't really remember, but I'm pretty sure it was pre-pandemic. And I think it was before I even was like really deep into weddings. It was more so sessions and I was shooting so flipping much, like Mm -hmm. shooting every day of the week. And Mm -hmm. I was just, exhausted. And I remember, um, sitting with two of my friends, it was, I think in May and I had just gone through March and April, which for the photographers out there, y'all know, like, Mm -hmm. Oh, it's busy. And so, (laughs) and so I was sitting there and I was like, I don't know, like I'm exhausted. I don't know how I'm going to keep doing this because I had booked myself a ton. And I remember there was a few nights later that I was sitting in the chair at home, just like editing and stuff. And, um, I got a text from my mom and she was like, Hey, would you want to come with us? I don't remember where they were going, but they were going somewhere, um, and doing something. And I literally texted her back and I was like, I can't, I have so much to do. I have to edit. I literally cannot leave the house. And it was probably nine o'clock or not nine o'clock, but it was like, an evening like where they would have been doing something. So I probably worked until really late. But I remember texting her that and literally getting off the phone and sobbing because Mm -hmm. I was like, I can't believe I just said no to time with family Yeah, because I have to edit. Like how ridiculous does that sound? And at that point, like I hadn't set any boundaries. And so it was just, that was like a big, like, turning point for me in my business and learning how to like have a good work life balance and trying to like learn how to fix that because I did not want to keep feeling that way. Yeah. I know that we've had multiple conversations about this, but just about how there's been times like how you just said about your mom texting you and you feeling like, obviously that's what you want to do. You know, we don't want to just work all day long, but, um, you also know that, you you feel overwhelmed because you have all this work and same with me like there's been times where Sean's like asked me to go do something like fun um specifically that year that I was talking about and I remember being like no and I was you know replacing date nights and just quality time um with him and with family for I just rather not be stressed so I'm gonna go ahead and work and then that leads to a whole nother situation because then you start to get sad and lonely. Mm-hmm. And 
it can lead to just like really dark places, which I know I've had that conversation with Sean so many times Yeah, when that year was happening about like, I just feel like I'm in a dark place and I don't know how to come out of it. But if I looked back, it was because I was putting work first Yep, in front of my relationship with the Lord, in front of my relationship with him friends and like we're not the lord honors rest and we're not called to just work 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 yeah. you know i don't feel like that's what the lord intended for us like the lord wants us to have fun the lord wants us to have quality relationships yep. and um so working all the time in our for my personality it made me feel like i was actually accomplishing something but yeah. i was actually being more detrimental to my mental health and my relationships because i yeah. was putting work first oh so. For sure. And yeah. putting work first. Yeah. I've always like had a motto of like, you know, work comes after Jesus and after mm-hmm. my marriage and after family and after like friendships and stuff. But I definitely haven't always lived that. Yeah. And those moments where you don't live it, it's like you get so wrapped up into it that like you blink and you look back at like the last couple of months and you're like, oh my gosh, like I didn't like do anything for my mental health. I literally have like dug myself into this hole of just like work, 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 work. And that's, it's just not fun. And so we in turn learned from those seasons and we've done some things to like kind of set boundaries. And Mm -hmm. there are so many things that different people can do just depending on like your lifestyle and who you are and like what kind of boundaries would work for you. But specifically for us, we have some boundaries that we put into place after using those seasons as learning seasons Mm -hmm. and they've really helped us. And we just want to share those with you. And, um, so the first one is scheduled work times. Um, we have set work hours and Mm -hmm. we do our best to stick to them. Yeah. So (laughs) we don't always stick to them. And especially since we've had babies, like it's been kind of hard because we've had to rearrange our schedule and stuff. But Mm -hmm. specifically, we try to treat photography almost like a nine to five kind of thing. And um, or if we know like, okay, we're going to have to go to a session tonight at 6 p.m. and work until 8 I personally would try to be like, okay, I'm only going to work from like nine to Mm -hmm. one today or nine to two or something like that. And so having like scheduled work times of like when you're going to do certain things definitely has helped me. Yeah, for sure. And I think also realizing that if you were to work a nine to five job, you can, when you clock out for the day or five o'clock comes and it's time to go home. Um, I mean, there's days where you might have to take work home, but a lot of times you don't have to. And you can say, you know, I didn't finish all this. I'll get to it in the morning when I get back. Yep. Um, And having to program our minds of it's easy for us to be like, you know what? Let's just let's work at 8 or 8 p.m. right now because I just want to. But that's okay for one day or whatever. But if you get in that routine and those habits, that's what starts happening. What we were talking about earlier, like just getting to those dark places and being lonely and feeling like this isn't sustainable. Um, so yes, li- change, like reprogram your mind a little bit to know um, that you can walk away from work at the end of the day, but also knowing that your clients don't expect you to work 24 seven. Yeah. You might think they do. And I know that's something that I always have believed. Like they just think that I have, I have my computer with me all day long and I am, just supposed to respond at 2 a.m. if they email me. But 
they don't expect that of me. Yeah. You know, they're just getting to me when it's convenient for them, but mm-hmm. they're not expecting me to be <laughs> too set. They send me an email. Oh, I got to respond immediately. Like they expect yep. with any other job, like I have work hours, I'll get to those emails or those conversations during my work hours. And that's okay. And like I said, it was, it's, it's still actually something that I struggle with, but having to reprogram my mind that my clients don't expect that of me. Like, yeah. why should I expect myself to work 24 seven? Yes, for sure. Um, and if you feel that way, or even if your clients do expect you to do those things, it's probably because of the way that you've worked yourself to death and you've yeah. responded at 8 PM. So now all of a sudden, like, mm-hmm. like that's something to keep in mind is like, yeah. If you go outside of those work hours and you do respond to 8 p.m. or you are up at 4 a.m. and you respond to an email or respond to a text, like that's going to be like in the back of their head yeah, the next true. time. And they're going to like that's going to program your clients to be that way. So if you stick to your times, then obviously it's going to help with like clients coming to you outside of hours and like expecting things of you when you actually don't want to be working. And so that is one thing that we do also outsourcing and we both have experience with this, but outsourcing anything that takes up time. This could look like outsourcing your housework. Like if you work from home, like if you need someone to clean your house, get somebody to clean your house. If you need someone to edit for you because you just have a ton of editing as a photographer and you feel like it's holding you back or just literally taking up so much time, then hire someone to outsource for you. Um, what's something else, Maddie? I mean, I'm very good at outsourcing. (laughs) (laughs) I've learned very quickly after that year I was talking about of how just cool outsourcing is because it time is money. And I've learned that my time is more valuable than a dollar. And I've learned that, you know, things that I've outsourced, I've seen how it's given me more of my freedom of time back, but also been able to put like that time towards other things. Yeah. So for me, I, but in my entire years of owning a business, the things I've outsourced, um, the first thing I outsourced was my editing. That was the very first thing, um, I outsourced. Um, and that was just editing for weddings because, And okay, let me talk about something. If you're a photographer and that scares you, like the price of it scares you, just trust me on it's one, not as much as you think in the grand scheme of things when it comes to your time. I remember being like, oh, this is going to cost so much money. And I mean, yeah, it costs money. Anything you're going to have to do costs money, but you're going to get so much of your time back. And if you can just say, let me take one thing out of like having to do all these other things. Let me take one thing, remove one thing and give it to somebody else. But having to pay that person to do it, it's worth it. Like I've learned it is so worth it. Editing helped me so much. Caitlin does outsourcing. She outsources. She just, uh, edits a lot of my weddings for me. So that's helpful. Um, and then another thing that I outsourced towards the beginning was, um, I hired a VA kind of early on and, um, she did like social media because social media is a whole job in itself. Yep. And I knew that that would take so much off of me if she did that. So she, I hired someone to do like that. And she also booked, I was doing a lot of traveling that year. So she booked all my hotels, um, all my rental cars, um, 
flights, anything like that. She did that. Um, I didn't hand over emails because I really wanted to hold on to that. And that's if there's something that's important to you and you don't want to let go of, then don't like let go of the things that you can let go of. Yeah. You know, that you're not, it's not going to bring you anxiety of releasing it to someone. Um, I also have outsourced my Pinterest before. And that's because I just didn't have the time to do it, but I knew I wanted to grow in that way. So any of your social media, you can outsource. Um, Like Caitlin said, I um, hired someone to clean our house and she comes once a month and it is literally the best money I spend (laughs) every single month. (laughs) And that's something that we plan for that every month. It has taken such a burden off of me that I don't have to worry about doing because I know someone's coming to clean my house that month. Yeah. That helps so much. So those are things that you can do. There's a lot more. Yeah, for sure. We love outsourcing and it's Mm -hmm. definitely been a huge time saver. And when you really think about it, time is money. And the best thing that you can do is like weigh your options with like, okay, is this time that I have going to be well spent doing this thing? Or can I outsource that and spend my time doing something else, paying someone to do that other thing, but like work on something that's mm-hmm. going to grow my business instead. And so that's kind of like where we are coming from with that. Also, kind of like back to the scheduling thing, um, going deeper with like scheduling our editing and other tasks. We use a planner, both of us do, mm-hmm. and we try to write down daily like scheduled times for everything. And specifically like being photographers, we write down to schedule editing because it's like our most tedious and long task, but also like just writing down like, okay, I need to ship these gifts or mm-hmm. I need to um, catch up on emails from this time to this time. Like it really helps to just like write those things down in your planner mm-hmm. and to kind of like have that written down instead of just having it all jumbled in your brain. Yeah, for sure. Like having that stuff written down and also um, giving it a place on your calendar, like timed out where this time during every day, I'm going to respond to emails Yeah, because there's been times where in my business, I've just been, okay, I get an email. I'm going to respond to it. And then I'll batch respond to emails. But when I send an email, most of the time I get emails back from that. Yep. And so then I would get that email and be like, all right, I'm going to respond to this one. And then it was just all day long. I felt like I was doing nothing because I was just in this cycle of responding to emails. When instead, if you like say, okay, at this time and this time in the morning, I'm going to respond to emails. And then before I put my computer up at night or at five o'clock or whatever, starting at like four, I'm going to respond to their responses. Right. And so that way you're not all day focusing on one, like responding to emails. Cause then you're going to feel like you did nothing all day long. Oh yeah. For or, sure. um, like Caitlin said, um, scheduling out your editing, because that's something we have to be completely focused on and sitting down yeah. and, um, so being able to say like on Tuesdays, I know that's what I do. I say like on Tuesday and Thursdays or whatever day it looks like for me right now during the week, not every day though. I do not go to my computer and edit every single day, yeah. but I set out certain days where I'm going to edit and mm-hmm. that helps me like just batch work. And that's one thing that helps so much. If you just say Tuesdays are editing days and, or like Caitlin and I, we only shoot on specific days of the week. So those are our shooting days. So we're not shooting every day. You just don't want to do every single task every single day because you're going to feel like you got nothing accomplished. And you're also going to feel like you're working 24 seven. For sure. And then your mind is going to be all jumbled. And that's also another thing is having a place where you can just get things out of 
your brain. Yeah. We do our best to dump our brains, literally yes. brain dump and just yeah. like write down lists of everything that's in our head, whether it's like work related, personal related, marriage related, Jesus related, like whatever it is, if there's a thought in your head, getting it on paper and just mm-hmm. like writing it chicken scratch, you know, like yes. just have a big old paper full of chicken scratch. And then once you're done and you literally can't think of anything else, it's like you can look at it and you can be like, okay, now that I've written all these things down, where can I work them into my schedule? And like, that just has really helped us because I know I'm one of those people that like, I'm constantly throughout the day, like I'll be working on something and then I'll think, oh wait, I need to order groceries. And then I like Mm -hmm. go to order groceries online and then halfway through something happens or something comes up in my brain. And I'm like, oh crap, I didn't like wash that. Or I didn't, or like, now like I didn't wash the bottle crap like yeah like it's not gonna have a bottle and so literally it's like a constant cycle of like oh my gosh I didn't do this and then you stop in the middle of your task so having like a dump list and then like trying to schedule out all the things in your brain really helps yeah for sure I have been doing like dump lists I know we just put a name to this but like where I literally have multiple journals where I've just like chicken scratch and yeah um it helps so much because when you become an adult, like there's so many things you have to do, like <laughs> for schedule doctor's appointments, order this, order that. We need a new, like you got to order another refrigerator filter, like yep. these things that you just don't think about. And like having it on paper and it not feeling like you have to do all of it at one time, but it's whenever I get to it, let me cross that off, but it's not in my head and I can, whatever's in my head, I can focus on that task at hand and not a million other things. So right. for sure, do a dump list. Trust us on it. It will help so, so much. But with that said, we're going to move into like what a routine looks like for Caitlin and I now. Um, We're going to hit on pre-baby. So before we had kids. And then we're also going to talk about post-baby. So what our routines kind of look like now after we've had kids. So I'll let you talk about pre-baby. Okay. So pre-baby, I actually had a really good work-life balance. She did. After that whole season of burnout and being so overworked, I worked really hard to get into a solid schedule and work-life balance. And yeah, a lot goes into this. So basically, I'm just going to like give you a run through of my day. So I would wake up every morning and normally I would have slow mornings because that's how I would like best like I would be my best throughout the day Mm -hmm. is if I made sure I took my vitamins I um, had like probiotics and all of that stuff. I had breakfast or some kind of like coffee or whatever I was feeling. Um, I would make sure to do all of that. I would make my bed in the morning because it makes Mm -hmm. me feel productive. Um, Having a good morning routine was a big part of like my work life balance because I needed all those things to be done in order to not think about like all of the house things that need to be done during the day. So like I tried to have like that solid morning routine. And then I would go straight into working normally around 9am was when I would start. Um, and oh, side note, I would do my quiet time also before Mm -hmm. I started my day. So I would do that. And then around 9am is when I would start working and I would basically try to work like in increments from like nine to 11, take like a 15 minute break outside, um, like hang out with the dogs, whatever. And then, um, I would eat lunch and then come back and work 
you know, another hour or two and then 15 minute break and then finish up my day at 4.30. There were rarely any days after 4.30 that I would be working. And if I was, it was because I had a meeting with a bride or something like that, that they really needed it to be later. Or, um, I don't know. There were just like really special circumstances, but for the most part, I set my hours from nine to four thirty, and I mm-hmm. cut off my computer and I did not touch it until the next day. Um, the only time that that was broken was like back in Hunter's video game phase when he would play video games and I'd be like, uh, I guess I could, you know, go do something work related while he does that. But I do not recommend that. If it was me now, I'd be like, heck no, I should have been watching Netflix or something, but <laughs> yeah, take a bath. But for the most part, I did that also. Um, as far as like scheduling my sessions and stuff, I only would shoot on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Pretty much would never allow myself to shoot on Mondays, Wednesdays, or Fridays once again, unless there was like a really special circumstance. Um, And then I would only shoot weddings on Saturdays, so no sessions on Saturdays. And then Sundays, I I recently just took Sundays off of my shooting day list. Like I do not shoot on them anymore, but pre-baby, I was shooting on a Sunday, like maybe once every couple of months, like, cause sometimes that's just when people need, like, that's the only time that they have available. And so I had like a really solid like schedule of shoot Tuesdays and Thursdays, probably Saturday at a wedding and then maybe a Sunday here and there. But like, I would not go away from that. And also, um, I had notifications turned off on my phone for emails and stuff so that I would not see them until my next work day when I opened my computer. And so that's just kind of what it looked like pre-baby. I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but like I stuck to my hours and I made sure that like when I wanted to hang out with Hunter, I hung out with Hunter. When I wanted to go on a lunch break and like go on a coffee date with a friend or whatever. Like I did that. I didn't allow myself to say no to things when I knew I was going to need a break. And so, um, yeah, pre-baby was really easy. However, post-baby, it's been a little more of a journey. Yeah, for sure. And Caitlin was, she still is very good about boundaries. There were so many times when before either one of us were pregnant and she was like, just killing this boundary situation. And I'm over here like (laughs) working at like 11 PM. And I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? But (laughs) she stuck to her boundaries and her routines very, very well. But then we got pregnant and then, you know, all that happened with like pregnancy and sickness and blah, blah, blah. But we're going to talk about post baby. So like once we had our kids and we came back from maternity leave and all that jazz. And I'm not going to sit here and act like I do this perfect. Okay. Cause I don't. And I, it's a learning experience pretty much every day. Like I feel like I get a routine and it's like, Keegan's like, no, (laughs) we're going to change it up today. And so, um, like I said, I'm not going to sit here and act like it's perfect and it's kind of messy some days, but being eight months into it and going through a full busy season in the fall with a baby and I've learned things and okay. So let's see routine. First, I think having the mindset of you have to be flexible and you have to show yourself grace and having those at the forefront of your mind, um, helps so much because 
I know there's been times where I feel like at the end of the day, I'm like, I did nothing today. Well, yep. All I did was watch baby. <laughs> and I love doing that. Like, I love playing with him. But I'm not just a stay-at-home mom. Yeah. And there are days where I'm like, great, we did nothing. We did not <laughs> do anything. Um, so having flexibility and grace at the forefront of your mind is going to help so much. Um, for me, I have learned that pretty much every single week, my routine on Sunday, like what I do on my Sundays is going to set up my whole week. Um, one Sean's home, so he can help and he can help with getting our house ready for the week and getting our, um, like grocery, all that whole situation. He's here. He's also helping with Keegan because he's not at work. So he can do that while I do other things. Yeah. So setting up what I do on Sunday is going to set up my week. And, um, for me after having a baby, I, like you said, I took off, um, Saturdays and Sundays on my calendar. And I know if you're a photographer, you're like, ah, that's like the busiest day for shooting. Yes, it is. Um, and I set the boundary that the only thing I'm going to shoot on Saturday or Sunday and mostly Fridays is weddings. That is the only thing I will take on those days. And it can be scary for some people because they're going to, you might say, I'm going to not book or, uh, they might not book me because I can't shoot on a Saturday or I can't shoot on a Sunday. And if that's the case, then that's okay. And you're not the photographer for everyone. Yeah. But I learned every single time I was shooting on a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, and it wasn't a wedding, and I was having to leave my family every single weekend, I knew, like, it did more damage to me yeah. than it did, like, if I would have just said, no, I'm not doing doing that but it also was not serving my clients well because yeah. I was my headspace was not in it. And there were times where I was like, let me just go ahead and get this session over with. Like, I'm just <laughs> not going to lie. There were times oh, I yeah. was in my car and I was like, all right, Maddie, you can do this for an hour. Like once it's over, you don't have to think about it. But like, I don't want that mindset. Yeah. You know, I don't want the mindset of. Because then you wind up going in and you kind of like fake the happy and then you're yeah. done and you're like, oh my God, that was exhausting. Exactly. When in reality, like you, like you want to give your clients authentic happiness like you yeah. want it you want them to feel loved and so oh, exactly. that's hard to do when you haven't set that boundary exactly yourself. and there's been so many times where I've literally walked into a situation like a shoot or whatever and been like why am I doing this to myself mm-hmm. and that has led to burnout because I'm having to step away from my family and church and I don't want to prioritize work over that. And there was one instance for sure where I remember we had this women's conference at church and I had to leave early because I had scheduled a session and I was livid at myself. Like I was livid because I was, it was so good. And I had to leave like two hours into it. It was like an all day thing. And I was livid. And I remember being on the way to that session and I cried the whole way there. I remember following my friends and I was crying the whole way there. And I was like, why did I do this to myself? Like, why am I prioritizing this when like shooting on weekends isn't important to me? Yep. But um, anyways, that was just one thing that I've like, after having Keegan, I've learned my heart is with my family, but my heart's also with my business too. But setting those boundaries of not shooting on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, unless yep. it's a wedding um, has really helped. And then another thing, Mondays, I don't work. So I don't work at all on Mondays. Um, I might respond to an email or two, but Mondays are my day to one, just love on Keegan and 
not feel like I'm starting off my week in like this defense, like, I, I don't know, just like where I'm feeling like, oh, I can't catch up. Oh my gosh, there's so much. And so Mondays are my grocery delivery days. Sundays we order groceries. So Mondays they are delivered in the morning. Um, Mondays we try to do something outside if it's warm. So like going on walks, um, Caitlin and I going on coffee dates or yep. taking the boys somewhere, just doing something that's going to like set me up for a successful week. Um, making sure my house is clean, just all the things on Mondays. And that has helped so much because then on Tuesday through Thursday, I'm spending my time intentionally working. Right. Um, and then utilizing nap times. So that can be very um, not predictable with Keegan. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> not on a schedule. Obviously. Yeah. And so when just telling myself that it might not look the same every day, like before baby, like I might not be able to say nine to 11 is when I'm going to work. Yeah. That might not happen. Honestly, that does not happen, but having those, like that mindset of, okay, sure. That might not happen. But when he goes down for a nap, my, I'm ready to work. I'm not sitting here trying to get my computer to turn on. Like I have my workspace set up because I did that while Keegan was awake. Like I'm ready to dive in to the task at hand. And also like we talked about earlier, scheduling tasks um, for the day. And that has helped so, so much. But um, also like Caitlin talked about morning routines, that's something we've had the conversation on a lot lately. Yeah. So having a set morning routine. And I think as a mom, the best thing is having slow mornings, like playing, because I remember the end of the day would come and I would be sad that I felt like I didn't spend enough time with Keegan. Yeah. So having those slow mornings of being like, let's turn on worship music and let's drink coffee and let's play on the ground and just open the windows, like doing things that bring my, like bring me joy and feeling like I got to spend time with him. And then once he goes down for a nap, it's time to work. And then once he's up, we can play. But I'm not feeling like I haven't done anything all day. And I haven't yep. even got to love on my baby. Um, so those are some things. And then, like Caitlin said, setting boundaries with not working super late, but also knowing that you might have to work a little bit later some yeah. days. And that's okay if you have, you know, not worked all day. And then you're like, okay, I'm going to work till eight because I didn't get to start working until six until like my husband got home to watch him, you know? Something yeah. Like and one more thing I want to add is having someone to watch your child and making sure that you do as much work as you can on those days. Because for instance, Maddie doesn't work on Mondays, but Mondays are the day that my mom can keep Beckett. And so I normally schedule a heck of a lot of stuff and I like front load my week with just like as I'll get as much as I can done on a Monday. And, um, then from there, like she said, I just utilize nap times for the rest of the week. And then I actually take Fridays off every week. And that's kind of how that works. So there's not like one specific way that's like good to do it as a stay at home mom and business owner, but just, those are like some options. And that's just kind of how we've like balanced it is like making sure like we have at least one day off where we just straight up play with our babies and love on them during the week. And then obviously like the weekend, sometimes we're shooting weddings and then other days we get it off. And so yeah, yeah, balance has been, it's, it's hard, but once you kind of get into the routine and you are really strict on like your boundaries, then everything kind of falls into place and you get used to it and it's really easy. So just know that like 
it didn't come easy for us, but after trying to set those boundaries pre-baby and post-baby, the more that we did it, the more we were able to just naturally be able to be like, oh, I don't need to respond to that email. No big deal. So those are a little bit of our lives and how we kind of balance our work with Mm -hmm. our life. And we want to leave you with just some healthy tips that you can use to create your own work-life balance. We know that this entire episode has just been like full of information and tips, but Mm -hmm. we have specific ones that we want to throw at you. So first and foremost, utilize your iPhone. Um, I cannot stress this is enough. This is something that I have done for forever. Even before this was an update on the iPhone is using your do not disturb, turn off your notifications while you're working. I cannot stress that enough. Do not have distractions. And I don't know if I don't know about Android users and other people out there, but if you have an iPhone, they recently came out with an update where you can set your own personal work and sleep like hours where you can um, control what notifications you get. You can control who gets to contact you, whether it's text or phone call and all of that. And I specifically only have three people that I'm allowed to get text messages or calls from during my work hours. And other than that, anything else that comes to my phone gets ignored. And I don't see it until 5 p.m. every single day. And it is the best thing I've ever done in my entire life. All you have to do is do that little swipey thing from the corner where it says do not disturb or whatever. And it has all kinds of options. And it's amazing. You should do it, including the sleep one. I also have one that comes on every night at 8 p.m. where I do not get notifications from anyone except for specific people. So that's one major way is use your iPhone and turn off all of the distractions for those times. Yes, I don't do that. <laughs> but, but I did just learn that I have this new update that Kevin was talking about. Yes. And we're going to utilize, we're going to start utilizing that because that sounds just amazing. Yeah. Like, it's been Because I know nice. there's been so many times where I'm like working and then I see something like an Instagram notification or someone like DM me. And then I'm like, oh, what was that? And then I'm like trying to get back to work with what I was working on. And then it's like I have to get back in that mindset. And then it's taking me more time. Yep. So learning, I need to do that. Well, yeah, we're going to figure that out. Anyway, number two, set your work hours. And the important part of this, stick to them. Yes. Um, I'm not very good at this one. I should really not have said number two, but (laughs) it's fine. (laughs) Um. Yeah, set work hours and get out of that mindset that you have to work 24-7. Yes, for sure. And then also put your office hours that you are going to stick to in your email signature. Mm -hmm. This is one thing that I have, and it basically just says I respond to emails usually like within 24 hours. And if it's a weekend, 48 to 72 hours. Mm -hmm. And I make sure that like that happens. And then also, um, I actually have a guide that I send to my wedding clients specifically because mm-hmm. it's like, obviously, I'm going to be talking to them for months on end. And so I have a guide that lists all of my office hours for every single day that I've chosen. And um, I tell them I do not respond on holidays or weekends. And so that's a big one. It's just like putting that out there and letting your clients know what those 
times are that you will respond and make sure once again, stick to them. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think giving your clients clear direction of how you run your business and giving them clear direction of when you're going to respond, because I mean, we would want that if we were a client, but letting them know when that response is going to, when they can be looking for that response is going to help take out a lot of the extra communication of them being like, okay, well, they haven't emailed me back yet. Let me find their phone number and text them. And then, then you start to get frustrated and like all the things. So just giving them like, here's what's going to happen. And that's just going to help, you know, get rid of some of the added communication. And then let's number four, um, take breaks, uh, and make sure you eat because, yes, <laughs> um, that's important. And, um, I know Caitlin does this, but utilize your laptop for reminders. Yes, for sure. Um, taking a, making sure that you have like reminders to come on your computer and like pop up to tell mm-hmm. you like, okay, time for a break. Like if you set those work hours, say you start work at nine and you want to work in two hour increments, make sure that like in your calendar, you put that at 11 a.m., you want to take a 15 minute break. And then at 1 p.m., you want to eat lunch. And then at 3.30 or 3.15 p.m., you want to take another 15 minute break. And I have that. And then I also have like just like other little reminders in my calendar. And like she said, please eat. Um, (laughs) We so many times have sat down at our laptop and like literally my entire desk is just filled with like snack wrappers that I like run to the pantry mm-hmm. and I like go get snacks, but eat a meal, eat nutrition. Like yeah, take your 30, take a 30 to an 30 minute to an hour break and just eat the food. Like you need nutrition. <laughs> you need nutrition. Don't just eat chocolate and granola bars and gummy worms. And don't be like, us. Wait, <laughs> this is me <laughs> for so, sure. It's important. And then Um, one thing that I wanted to add, so this is like number five, and this is kind of speaking to the mamas that are also business owners is right after I had Keegan. And when I came back to work, there was this time where I just felt like I wasn't getting anything accomplished. Like I talked about earlier and Sean, my husband had said something like, instead of, I mean, we always have this to-do list of like what we want to get done for the day. But instead of focusing on a to-do list, at the end of the day, write down things that you actually got done. Like, yes, you might not have gotten groceries ordered, but guess what? You spent time 30 minutes on the floor with your baby, or maybe you did something that wasn't on your to-do list. I know there's been times where I felt like I didn't get anything done off my to-do list, but on my to-do list, I didn't have wash all the laundry yep. or vacuum or go on a walk. And then writing down what I actually got done at the end of the day even if it wasn't on my to-do list, you actually see, oh my goodness, I actually did stuff and I didn't watch yes. Netflix all day, you know? <laughs> Go <So>, me. Yeah. <laughs> okay, girl. Yeah. So be doing that like helped so much. And there's so many notes in my phone where I'm like, I didn't get Jack's plot done on my to-do list that I had this morning, but guess what I did get done. Mm-hmm. So, and that has helped so, so much. So those were five ways to create healthy work-life balance starting today. So Thank you so much for being here and thank you for listening. And we just want to say that we're proud of you. Yes. If you are listening to this, we're proud of you and we're proud that you want to take those steps to create healthy work-life balance because it's so, so important. Um, so we are so thankful you're here and we hope that you took you can take something away from this episode and that you just feel really encouraged 
um, in your business and just walking in to this week. And we are here for you. We're praying for yes. you. We love you. And like I said, we're so, so proud of you. And so, we believe in you. Yes, yes. You can do it. You can have the work-life balance that you want. Yes, you deserve it. Um, so thank you for being here. We love you guys. And we launch new episodes every Wednesday. So stay tuned for next week. We love you and have a good day. Bye. (laughs) We had so much fun getting to hang out with you today, and we hope that you're feeling encouraged, loved, and full of purpose. If you've enjoyed today's podcast episode, we would absolutely love it if you would write us a review so that we can hear how we encouraged you. And if you haven't subscribed, go do that right now. Also, you can join the sisterhood by finding us on Instagram at the refined sisterhood. Okay, friend, we hope you have the best week and we will see you in the next episode. Yeah.